this week we'll dive into Alphabet's quantitative factors um, to complement the the last week's podcast about Alphabet too, um, and that one talked about qualitative factors. So let's go. We will focus on um, the growth sources that are measurable and most significant. And the first one is uh, growth from industry shifts. This topic was discussed previously when assessing Facebook's growth because the core business of both companies is advertising. There is an ongoing shift to digital advertising due to the superior precision of digital ad targeting. And back then I wrote, but I expect Facebook to grab a cut of offline ads because I think that online advertising is more effective than offline ad targeting. If you put up a local radio ad, the best you can expect is to be talking to everyone in a specific region. With online ads, I can talk, for example, to mothers of teenagers uh, using iPhones in that same region. We will now have, make two assumptions about the future, as we did with Facebook when we were estimating how much Facebook would uh, grab uh, from this shift from offline to online advertising. And the two implicit assumptions is that uh, are that Digital advertising market share will reach 75% of all advertising in 2030. The second one is that Alphabet will take 25 to 30% of that shift based on their digital advertising market share of over 30%. And by doing that, we arrive at an amount of 70 to $80 billion of future top line growth. To complement uh, these assumptions, you can check the written post at stockpickinginsights.com. You will see a table there with um, market data about how much um, historically it was, uh, it has been spent uh, digitally and offline and the total market size and also its growth. Alphabet will also benefit from shifts from physical to cloud. Uh, cloud is a very big umbrella term for all the services associated with using Alphabet servers and IT teams instead of buying or hiring your own teams. Uh, Google Compute Engine, um, and that is virtual machines, and Google Cloud Storage, and that means literally storage, are probably the, the most used of them all. Cloud is taking away market from physical servers and IT teams, and we have many of these uh, two assets in place from all the years before cloud services uh, existed. There is still huge opportunity for a shift uh, from physical to cloud, hence the spectacular growth that we have been seeing in Azure, GCP, and AWS, the major cloud players. We can also try to measure how big of an opportunity it is. And to do that, we will recur to some historical data. And on the written post at stockpickinginsights.com, you have a, a chart. Uh, this one comes from Statista. And um, if uh, that chart represents 
uh, all the historical sales of physical servers by uh, the major players. And if you sum all of those values, you arrive to 580 billion. Uh, and that is since uh, Q109. Yet, I do think that this value is underestimated by looking at Dell's uh, 10 case in 2020. You will see $36 billion of revenue in infrastructure, but the chart says that they only have sold $14 billion. We also had to have to add in all the assets in place pre-Q109 without having data about it. So we have to assume that part. Remember that we are not trying to be precisely right. We simply want to estimate how big of an opportunity it is. And if you take the, the since Q109 until 2020, you have the 580 billion of physical servers sold. If we estimate that uh, from uh, 1995 uh, up until Q109, 200 of physical servers have been sold. And if you also consider that they are uh, underestimating um, some of the data that we are recording to is underestimated. And if you add 100 billion um, because of that, you arrive at 800 to 900 billion of physical servers sold since the beginnings of internet for consumers. Um, And that doesn't take into account uh, all the money invested in IT teams to support that capex. Now, will cloud represent 50% of those physical assets in 10 years? I think it's reasonable to say yes, considering the main advantages of cloud that is scalability and no upfront capex uh, nor IT teams. Some of it will will be due to shifts from current essence in place and some of them will be from simply uh, emerging businesses. So half of the the physical server uh, current assets in place uh, means 450 billion, roughly. Uh, if you discount the current market of uh, infrastructure, infrastructure as, as a service and platform as a service, that is uh, currently 115 billion dollars, that leaves uh, 300 to 350 billion for the taking uh, in the next decade. Considering that GCP's cloud market share is 9%, so we won't consider that they will get better than the competitors. We will simply um, forecast that they will maintain their market share. And that means that they will bring $30 billion of new revenue from cloud. You might find this value conservative at the rate that GCP is growing, uh, and it probably is. Another huge source of revenue, and this one is, I would say, more predictable, is Alphabet's growth from YouTube. YouTube is a major source of growth, and it doesn't take a lot of guessing to see the potential for the next decade. At the time of writing, they have over 2 billion monthly active users with a five-year KHR 
a compound annual growth rate of 14%. And you have a chart that uh, at, in the written post that illustrates that. You'll see historically the, the KJR uh, five-year rolling periods uh, for YouTube. It is conservative to forecast 3 to 3.5 billion monthly active users, MAU, in 2030, considering the current adoption rate, new future internet users, and that 3.5 billion represents 70% of today's worldwide internet users, which uh, I would say it isn't much considering the, um, the great product YouTube is. That gives us a KHR of 3 to 4%, as opposed to the 14% that we've been seeing historically uh, for the next 10 years, and top line growth of 30 to $50 billion because of it. This transfer from uh, growth in users to uh, revenue is done by starting with the revenue that they are making with the current MAU, monthly active users, and then uh, just doing a linear interpolation for the new amount of monthly active users. In the written post, you will also have a chart, and that chart uh, so shows that revenue is growing faster than MAU uh, for YouTube, and the this can be due to many reasons, one of them being ad relevance, generating more clicks. And you can uh, visit the, the Facebook's written post for further explanation of uh, what I'm talking about. Um, it can also be due to volume, volume of ads shown, uh, ad spending shifts from other platforms to YouTube. And th these are just a few uh, explanations. That means that um, the 30 to 50 billion forecasts uh, of top line growth due to YouTube will probably be on the higher end. There are also unmeasurable sources of revenue as there was with Facebook, um, but these are too important to not talk about. And I'm talking about ad relevance akin to pricing power in the tobacco industry. More relevant ads generate better returns on investment for advertisers and ultimately for Alphabet. But how can we forecast how much revenue it will bring? It is hard to say. It depends on how well the human capital will do on improving Alphabet's products. Directionally speaking, it will probably be a tailwind for revenue and that's good. Ad volume is the second one. We can only take so many ads and time will tell how many and if we are already uh, saturated of uh, the volume of ads. Not the ideal source of growth, in my opinion, contrasted by ad relevance, as relevance is the best source of growth for Alphabet. It, it is a shame that we can't measure it uh, uh, measure it objectively. To sum it all up, we have new revenue from industry shifts, uh, digitalization, um, the shifts from offline advertising to online advertising, that's 70 to 80 billion dollars. Then we have industry shifts from 
physical servers and IT uh, teams to cloud and Alphabet's own IT teams, and that's $30 billion. And finally, you have YouTube, uh, MAU growth, and that's monthly active users that should bring about 30 to $50 billion of revenue. Adding all this up, you get 130 to $160 billion of revenue. Um, so at least there should be at least $130 billion of new revenue for Alphabet coming in until 2030, so for the next 10 years. And that's a 6% KHR for, for Alphabet's growth in revenue. Is it probably higher? Yes, due to both the conservative estimates that we've made and, and measurable sources of revenue. So this uh, should put, put the floor on how much uh, Alphabet's top line uh, will grow. And that is it, guys. If you would like to check the written version of the, this podcast, you go to stockpickinginsights.com. Um, and we'll see you next week.